There were two more murders 15 miles away. Arrived, they found the telephone we have a, electricity a line weird described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Cop of murder. Sometimes, especially when we don't feel that justice is being done, we feel like we would like to take the law into our own hands. An eye for an eye. But at the end of the day, we all know that makes us no better than the criminal. But on June 17, 1954, a monster who thought he was killing the deserving was born. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Pedro Rodriguez Filho was born with a bruise in his skull from his father kicking his mother's pregnant stomach. His life started out in violence, and at only 13, he knew he wanted to kill someone after almost pushing his cousin into a sugarcane press. When he was 14, his father was accused of stealing food from the kitchen of the high school he worked at, resulting in him losing his job. In vengeance, Pedro killed the vice mayor, who was the one responsible for his father's firing. Just a month later, he killed a guard at the school who he believed was the real thief. He took refuge in Sao Paulo, where he started a string of burglaries, one of which ended in him killing a drug dealer. He eventually met a woman who would become his fiance, but at some point she was murdered by gang members. So, in an act of revenge, he massacred a wedding organized by the gang's leaders. He brutally killed seven people and injured 16 others. He then killed a man who impregnated his favorite cousin. This was all before he was 18 years old. Later, Pedro found out that his father had murdered and dismembered his mother with a machete. So he visited his father in prison and stabbed him 22 times, carved out his heart, and took a bite out of it. This became his modus operandi. He would find victims and kill them in the way that they killed their victims. He was giving them a taste of their own medicine. He went on to kill many more, finally getting arrested in May of 1973. He did not let his arrest stop his murderous streak, though. He even killed a rapist who was in the car with him on the way to the prison after his arrest. He claimed the life of 47 inmates, though he didn't let his victims all be chosen by his vigilante style. He had killed his cellmate because he snored too much. So, some of his murders were just for the thrill of the kill. Brazil had a law that prohibits anyone from spending more than 30 years in prison, so they attempted to release him in 2003, but he was kept due to all the murders he committed while behind bars. He was officially released in 2007, but arrested for riot and false imprisonment in 2011. He admitted that his only motivation for being released was the fact that he had a girlfriend on the outside. He was eventually sentenced to 128 years in prison for these charges. He is still alive and says he's apologetic for his crimes. He currently has a YouTube channel where he gives advice to young people. And he was released again in 2018. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on June 18th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there is always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.
Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.